What's up, guys? This is Trevor Tyson, and this is the Kingdom Core Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Core Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. We've got Chris with us. Hello, hello. And we have Trevor. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> y'all? Trevi Trev up on the mic, y'all mean? <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad idea. <laughs> Let the record stand. It was your idea. It was my idea. Yeah. Y'all, do we it now was... understand why Mary has to hop on interviews with me after like eight o'clock most of the time? I told her I had this one. Trevor, Trevor, stop. Oh, okay. Like this is kid. Trevor. This is Trevor. Kid. And if if you want to listen to this for another hour and 15, <laughs> 20 minutes, then you are in luck. And if you don't, we totally get it. Be sure to watch the video version. YouTube.com slash For The Rock if you aren't oh, there. Yeah. We go. Yeah, to where but, you can uh, see my beautiful plaid. Uh, because I'm Canadian and I listen to my own music. My name's Chris. <laughs> I'm a band called Refiner. Not to be mixed up with Reformer because he does not believe in Reformed Christianity. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, we had Trevor on today. Uh, it was a really fun conversation. We had a lot of laughs. We talked about um, how he started his media company. And uh, we also went through Transparent all of our Productions. Transparent <laughs> Productions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, let me live that down. But uh, we also talked about our Spotify wraps and our Apple Rewinds because that just came out today. So if you want to hear uh, what we listened to this year, uh, Chris is sucked, later. dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, that. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> And maybe talk of Christopher as a mother. Oh, and all the explicit <laughs> content that you listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Talks is a burden to society at this point, right? It's true. <laughs> well, with that, here is our interview with Trevor. Bernard and Anthony, shout out to my boys. This part will probably be cut out, but just... Oh, oh, I thought you were going to keep like talking, Chris. Maybe it's a blooper, though. I thought you were still uh, asking the question. No. You can open I found an awkward silence, and I decided to indulge in it and enjoy it. <laughs> I love indulging in the awkward silence. I do, too. I, I just start it. smiling like, yeah. oh, man, it's great. Great. We always have one. And that's how we're going to start two. this episode of uh, Kingdom Core. Yeah. We all just stare at the camera. I'm your host, Trevor Tyson, and uh, I just uh, didn't buy this brand for $100 billion. It's true. Sean, right. You made bank on Kingdom <laughs> No, he said he didn't buy it. Oh. Yeah, I didn't buy yeah, it. He didn't. I thought he was, I was being thinking facetious. About it. Yeah. Uh, can you explain facetious? I'm from Georgia. <laughs> I can't. It's my mom's favorite I don't know word. what facetious is. Uh, well, you tell your mom. I said facetious. Facetious. I can't even say it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> facetious That's is how part we're of the Canadian language. Faci- uh, do you live in Canada? Yeah, you're just finding this out. <laughs> I feel like every the guy single episode of this confused. podcast is like five minutes of our guest asking Chris what it's like to live in Canada. <laughs> Wait, well, <laughs> yeah, uh... it's almost every other episode we have. It. Your plaid shirt reminds me of 
when I came down to Creation Fest in 2010, uh, Creation Northwest, Secret and Whisper played, and because uh, they were Ooh. still, you know, Christian band. Um, Who's that? Secret and Whisper? <laughs> Dude, in 2010, I was listening to Skillet. Chris is going to throw down. Goodbye. They were no, on okay. Solid um, State, right? They were on Tooth and Nail. And then, okay, have you heard of Cry of the Afflicted? Nope. Look, I'm 25. I'm 28. In 2010, in 2010, I was introduced to Skillet from WWE's Hell in a Cell for having Monster as like the main song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went to YouTube. So you're one of those kids that came in on Monster. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I I came in on Monster too. Only a year apart forever. (laughs) <laughs> it's glorious look i went to youtube and i typed in skillet monster clean and i was like oh it's a christian band my introduction and was rebirthing what... off of comatose that was my and then whispers in the dark but okay so secret whisper and cry of the afflicted both tooth and nail bands that were from Kelowna, british columbia so close to me that's in canada up in canada yeah yeah just above seattle you know, just just north of the border. Seattle's basically Canada. Yeah, <laughs> basically politically, it's not that different. But <laughs> politically, dude, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Chris. So these, <laughs> these two bands, or do you know who Gavin Newsom is? No. <laughs> yeah, I just fled. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he live in Canada? <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Might as well. By, basically, dude. Basically, okay. So Pray Secret Whisper, Canadian band, British Columbia man. They they were okay. playing at Creation Fest and they said, "Who all here is from Canada?" And like me and maybe like four or five other people raised their hands. And no joke, like so he says he's like, "Yeah, I could tell you're all wearing plaid." Like the whole band was in plaid. <laughs> and then no kidding, everybody in the crowd that was wearing plaid had their hands up. <laughs> like it was like everybody was wearing plaid that day. It was so weird. Why aren't you wearing plaid? I guess plaid, I'm Chris? from Canada. Yeah. Pretty much. What was that, Sean? Why aren't you wearing plaid? I'm kind of out of my plaid phase. I when I was in high school, plaid like, is not a phase. I had the button-up plaid shirts. It's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. You I respect the lifestyle. I have a few, but you know what? It's Eddie Vedder grew out of, his, out of his plaid phase. I have a few in December, basically now as a filming. Look, it snowed. We had the biggest plaid? snowstorm. Like probably the second biggest Trevor came out in plaid diapers in this city last night. Basically, did look (laughs) when I saw Michael Barnes from Red wearing red plaid at Winter Jam in 2011 or something like that, and then Maddie Mullins, I was sold. And it's been since then that I'm just like, dude, plaid everything. The the solid red and black that you're wearing is the the type of shirt that I've always wanted to have, but I've never been able to find. It's always like the... Do you not have Old Navy in Canada? No, we do. Look, oh. you can't find it and you live in Canada, <laughs> land of the lumberjacks? Well, so that's the thing. You, ha- you go to like Value Village and you find a rack full of them, but I've always wanted a they nice... Have, like, I'm sorry, Value Village? You've never heard... Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> they don't have like Canadian Eagle you can walk into and just get one. Canadian like we got American Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> what, what I don't that? shop there, but they do. Oh, apparently Value Village is called Savers in the States. Oh, Savers. Like... Okay. Oh, you know what that is? Yeah, Savers <laughs> is like a it's like Goodwill on the West Coast. It's like a big thrift store, but it's, it's like a, a thrift store. It's like a big on the chain. West Coast. 
Like the it's, whole thrift it's not... thing that's going on right now, it means, uh, yeah, oh, recession, man. <laughs> no, it's not because of the recession. Because people are going to thrift stores, and I've got friends that are doing this. I'm not talking crap about it, but apparently they're making bank, yep. like going yeah. and finding dope mm-hmm. pieces at these thrift stores and selling them. And I'm like, uh, I you could have went to daggum h&m or something got a 4.99 t and been on your way but no you had to have the vintage well yeah like these big thrift stores they're making bank because they get everything for free and then like whenever i go there there's like a hundred people in there just like yeah and like some all the plaids you get from there are gonna have like body hair from some old dude named eustace (laughs) and pit stains that's right it's gonna have a little twang to the armpit and that's what you're that's how you know it's been used by a lumberjack no, it has to smell like Not maple syrup. Yeah. It'll it smell like, like maple sweat syrup. And maple syrup. <laughs> Chopped wood. Like, yeah, all that stuff. Praise God. Oh. All right. So, Trevor, thanks for coming on. Um, so Dude. many listening may not know who you are or what you do. I don't you even know Introducing yourself, telling us about uh, Transparent Productions, your podcast, and everything Transparent Productions? Transparent Media. I'm so sorry. Wow. So uh, transparent Productions does like Jeremy Camp's tours, and that's a whole thing. Shoot. Okay. So you're big time. No, they are. <laughs> I'm not. I'd say you're pretty big time, though. Eh, well, wait, what was the question? I totally blanked. Can you read Who are you? yourself? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Wait, did I, did I get the name of your media company wrong? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's wait, what you said. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What? Transparent Media Company? Yeah. Which we don't promote that very much. It is like, trans- I mean, it's Transparent could... Media Company, right? Yes. Okay. Which we could say it, you but like production. call to actions and stuff. Yeah. For call to actions, just send them the podcast because they can't afford us. Yeah, the, the Trevor Talks podcast. That's where everybody actually knows you. Yeah, Trevor Talks Productions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, that's Dude, what the TP on your shirt stands for? STP, Sober Truth Project. Shout out to my boy, George Wood. You know, he just had a dope book come out. Endorsements from Brian Headwelch, Lacey Sturm, Bill Johnson, because he's a metalcore dude, you know, Bill Johnson. They have these mosh pits and Bethel. (laughs) Oh, the Bethel dude? They have like, yeah, like circle pits where they just go (laughs) and just everybody falls out. (laughs) Everybody. It's true. They call it a, or as an Islander show would call it a roly poly pit. Oh, yeah. The Islanders. Oh, those are hilarious. Okay. Should I go into talking about myself? Yes. That's why we had you on. Thank you. Oh, praise God. Uh, well, I'm 25. I had to think about it for a little bit because I don't keep up with days or ages very well. But 25, I own a media company called Transparent Media. We do a lot of the launch strategy, uh, creative direction, a little bit of everything for a lot of artists and movies and authors, all the good things. And I have a podcast called Trevor Talks where I run my mouth. It's literally what the brand is. Trevor talks. It's really a statement, not really a name. It's good stuff. And yeah, it it's good stuff um, coming from you. I didn't say that. I'm not from Canada. So I didn't say it either. My, don't worry. Yeah, my votes <laughs> don't matter in Canada, so it doesn't matter, right, Chris? Mine don't either. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really think your votes matter here? 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, if you really want them to matter, go to California. There you go. Arizona. That's why Sean left. He wanted his vote to matter. <laughs> That's actually lemonade in a coffee cup. Lemonade in a coffee cup. <clears throat> Great. Awesome. So, dude, who uh, uh, tell our listeners who uh, some of the big names in the scene that you represent at Transparent? Um, that's an awesome. Maybe question. if you could talk we... about some of the stuff they got going on in the works, anything you feel free to talk about. I could feel free. What if I said no, though? I'm just kidding. Then that's fine. Then I'm you totally don't joking. feel free. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Just uh, based on who we've worked on in the past, active and inactive, we worked with John Schneider, uh, who played Bo Duke yeah. on the Gates of Hazard. Yeah. Todd Tillman. Yeah. So. Worked with him, Lacey Stern. I grew up on Dukes of Hazard. Are you a little kid in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they filmed it here, like five minutes from my house, which is the <laughs> crazy part. Like, like the, the little town that. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. amazing. So, see any cars jumping? John around? Schneider, cars with the old uh, Lacey Sturm, um, Tommy Green, and Running Against Traffic. He's a vocalist for Holy Name. Y'all have had him on the show, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten to serve with some really cool people, man. Uh, Brian Head Welch, Love and Death, The Whosoever's, um, Sonny Sandoval, and Youth of the Nation Foundation, The Protest, uh, Relent, Firefly. Uh, who am I missing? I don't. Yeah, like Kevin we've Young's, been we've right? been blessed to work. Huh? Kevin Young, right? Uh, Kevin Young is not like an active client, but he's featured oh, on Cutlass's new single, which will probably be out by the time oh, it's out. this episode it's comes out. out. It's, it's definitely it's out. It's amazing. called End of the World. Um, Cutlass is amazing. They've been like so awesome to work with. And honestly, the music is exactly where it needs to be. Um, James, John Micah, and even Josiah Prince from Disciple have been working really hard on everything that is coming out. And fans are excited. And I'm just excited to be in the boat, like being able to help push some traffic their way. It's pretty cool to be on the flip side of it all because I grew up on this kind of music. Right. So now being able to help roll it out and all that good stuff, it's, it's definitely a culture shock. If you think about it, like I used to dream about doing this stuff and now it's what I do. So like not saying that in any other way, but to encourage people, like if you're from a tiny town, you've got crazy dreams and aspirations and people tell you or rub off the impression that you'll never do it. What do they know? Um, and you're still young. There and try to do it. Yeah, you're we all are. I'm, but like we as are, a compliment, yeah. like you're doing this at your age. It's like, dude, you got like another what, like insane. thirty years in your career. Like you're just probably more. I can't stop working. <laughs> yeah. um, I I get started and I can't stop. So like being 25 in this industry is weird too. Like everybody's like, oh, you're in the industry. I'm like, what industry? Everybody thinks about like skyscrapers and a bunch of people in cubicles. I work from wherever I have an internet connection. Um, <laughs> I'm not a corporate dude. I don't work for a record label. I don't own a record label. I just help musicians get the job done and get their product out. And whatever that looks like, the creative aspect of it, the rollout, um, ma- project managing, all that good stuff. It's it, it doesn't feel like work. So it's still super surreal. And it's cool, man. Like I enjoy it. And I'm glad that it's been able to reach people. That's awesome. That's awesome. Would you mind uh, telling us a little bit about how you, um, I mean, you talked a little bit about earlier about getting into Skillet when you were like 15, 16. And then could you just talk about about the snowball into like Christian metal, all of that, and then how you started Transparent Media? Uh, You got all these giant Oh, of course, man. Dude, I first heard of Skillet. I think it was 
2010, WWE had an event called Hell in a Cell, and I saw a commercial for it. And all you hear is the and then it just goes into the full blast of Feel Like a Monster. Um, so I heard the song Monster from that. I went to YouTube, typed in Skillet Monster Clean, figured out they were a Christian band, started looking at interviews, started watching live performances, talked my mom into taking me to a festival called Atlanta Fest that was in the Atlanta area at the time. Uh, they had skillet headlining one of the nights and I got to go see that. And it was like, dang, like I really want to be able to be around this stuff, like as not only a hobby, but maybe a, a career somewhere um, down the line. And so that was like my gateway band to getting into like Christian rock music from there. I bought a little, like, a, you know, those like now that's what I call hits type thing. Yeah. They, oh, the wow hits. They, yeah, something yeah. like that. They have like um, Christian Rock X 2010, I think is what it was called. Oh, it was yeah. like a gold <clears throat> CD. And I bought it because it had a B track that um, wasn't on Awake, but was made for it called Dead Inside by Skillet. And I bought it and that's how I figured out about, or I had my mom buy it. Let's be real. I was like 11 or 12 at the Shout time. Shout out Trevor's think, mom. Something like that. Shout out mama. I love you. <laughs> um, but from that record... I got the song Dead Inside, but I also heard um, Fight Inside by Red, I believe. Oh, it was yeah. either that mm -hmm. one. I think it, yeah, it was that one. Um, again, by Flyleaf. Um, Meddler That's one of my favorite Flyleaf songs. Meddler. It's such a good song. Oh, so Meddler by ABR. Um, Fire It Up, uh, Thousand Foot Crutch. It had uh, Seventh Day Slumber was on that. Cutlass. Um, the Letter Black. Fireflight. It was a stacked little uh, various. And now you work with all these bands. <laughs> album. That was the crazy thing. Like I'm gonna buy that CD. I need to find it on Amazon and buy it because that was like my. I heard about Skillet, then I bought that, and then I heard about all these bands, and now like you just go down the it's list. At least half of that list work. you work with directly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like there was like Hawk Nelson on there, um, Thousand Foot Crutch. Like all, there's bands that I obviously haven't worked with yet um including red but it, it's just super cool and now to think like being able to see like you've got memphis mayfire you've got the protests you've got disciple all these bands that weren't on there but now we have the pleasure of seeing them grow into these astronomical careers on their own so it's like a whole different breed of music now that's really awesome uh would you mind telling a little bit about um uh, how you got started with transparent media oh, yeah. and all that yeah, so transparent media started a little bit like, over a year bri ago. Bridge the gap between like sixteen-year-old oh, yeah. Trevor and transparent media Trevor. Dude, let's uh, let's start in two thousand and twelve. Was the first year I ever got to volunteer at Winter Jam. Uh, oh, one of my friends that lived like fifteen minutes away from me um, just so happened to be like a middle-aged lady named Cindy Blankenship, who is a huge fan mm, of all of the things and mothership. Mm -hmm. Shout out to mothership. <laughs> she took me with her to winter jam cause I wanted to see red and we ended up volunteering. And from that point forward, I started like slowly just networking. I didn't even know what I was doing at the time. I was just super interested with what the heck was going on behind the scenes at the merch table in the production office um, on the stage, the people that are making sure everything is working on the stage, all of those things. Um, I would say a good 10 years I served before I ever got paid to do anything. So like, if you're wanting to jump into the industry for say, um, get busy doing some free labor, like not that you have to do that, but like, I didn't go to college for any of this. It's just kind of like, I grew up in that age of learning social media, just like everybody else was. 
but I was learning it for different reasons, like finding music, finding bands. The only reason I created a Twitter account the first time in like 2009 or 11, whenever it was, I guess it would be 2011 was because uh, Skillet posted on their Facebook that they now have a Twitter account. And that's why I joined Twitter. So like all of these and now ventures you're off of, of <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> I'm I'm actually using Twitter are right now, like, seeing if it's gonna do anything. Are, are you paying you know? for the check mark? I don't know much about Twitter. I've just heard all this. So stuff. Twitter Blue is like pretty sick. So for eight bucks a month, like <laughs> Not you get sponsored. a check mark. You get a check mark, but hey, can you get us Elon on the show, <laughs> dude? I'd love to talk to Elon Musk because I'm like, dude, like. Let's do. There has to be some bridge that you can combine between Twitter, YouTube Shorts, uh, TikTok Reels. Like, there's something they got to do, and they got to figure that out. And hot take: I think if they tapped into RSS feeds and created like a Twitter podcast platform to where your RSS feeds go in there, and you can have a community around it, it'd be a really big thing. <laughs> and I would want to use it. So that's not a bad go. idea. Uh, Elon, hit me up, bro. <laughs> Give me a Tesla. <laughs> Probably get a lot more. A lot more. Maybe a blue check mark for uh, free. <laughs> for a lifetime. There you go. Lifetime blue check mark. 50% off it's so weird. one month of a blue check mark. <laughs> and a yeah, Tesla. dude. Like a Tesla. Or um, I remember everybody, or even now, everybody's obsessed with this blue check mark. And it's like, you do know, like, they give people that have hard to spell names that too. <laughs> it's not like a, it wasn't created for a vanity metric. It was created to like, tell you that it was like the actual person mm-hmm. you're looking for mm-hmm. if their name is that hard to spell or they have notoriety so like it didn't even start off for notoriety reasons but then it became that vanity thing that everybody wants and oh they've got that they must be famous newsflash people pay for that stuff i know christian rock bands that have paid for it i'm just kidding i'm not starting that <laughs> all right moving on <laughs> using their tithe money back to volunteering for tithe 10 money. years 10 years, dude. It was nuts. I were, I met a lot of people. I got to travel to some really cool places. Uh, I served with uh, Pulse Outreach out of Minneapolis for many years, traveling, talking about their event together 2016, which was penned to be the largest Jesus gathering in American history, July 16th, 2016. And like, so from 2013 to 2016, I was serving like under the Reset Movement brand to like not... I was just a reset rep. So like if you have uh skillets fan clubs, the panheads, they had reset reps and I just kind of took that thing and ran with it. And they flew me out to Minneapolis and I got to like read scripture before Francis Chan and Carrie Job at an arena event. And it was nuts. And I'm like, okay, like if these opportunities pop up, like that could be cool. But mind you, I couldn't even drive. So I have to talk my mom in to let me go when I'm like 14, 15 years old. And she has no clue who's picking me up at the airport if what I'm doing is legit. But she felt like God was like pressing on her heart to let me do it. And even my grandparents and dad were like, well, if anything happens, it's on you. And I was like, Ooh, don't tell her that. But you know, there was a lot of like a lot of free labor, a lot of traveling um, all the way through high school. And then when I turned 16, man, I started struggling with anxiety and depression and uh, ended up jumping off the road. And I was a senior in high school at the time. And I ended up missing a, about a week of school because I was having these panic attacks, felt sick. I was supposed to go interview uh, Maddie and Brittany Mullins at the Masquerade at a Memphis May Fire show and couldn't do it because I was having panic attacks. And I canceled out the day of, canceled out of a speaking engagement the day before, canceled everything, deleted all my social media, said I was done, not doing it anymore, couldn't do it. 
because I was so like in the ruts, right? Mm. So fast forward three years later, after working for AT&T as a sales rep, selling cell phones for three years, managing stores, I went to therapy, worked through it. Um, within three or four months, I was back on the festival circuit with Joshua Fest out of California. I was and, there. Um, you were there. I was there in 2018, yeah. right? Yeah, 2018 yeah. and 2019. And I didn't think I could do that. So like, right before I'm going up to introduce Lecrae or whatever, I'm throwing up behind the stage. And um, that's just the unglamorous life that came through fighting through anxiety and depression. And like even getting to the airport in Atlanta to fly to California to do that, which is a long flight with like two layovers. Um, I almost puked like on the way to the airport driving. Um, it was a bad time, dudes. Dudes. But all that to say, like, it didn't just happen overnight for things to happen. Like, I felt like God had a call on my life and I wasn't going to take no for an answer. So I just kept chasing after it and chasing after it. And there's such good examples of kids in the scene now that are doing things like that. And it's really encouraging to see one of them being like Mothership, one of them being uh, Katie Slayers, uh, Chad Fenner, like all these really cool and mostly in photography, right? And then you've got like Mary Nickel and Katie's with Jesus Wired, you guys. Um, there's so many amazing creators out there. It's just like, you have to break through that barrier of like, okay, I don't give a crap what people think about me or what their vanity metric of me looks like. If it's negative, if it's positive, I'm just going to do what I feel called to do. So fast forward to, I guess I was 24. Nope. I was 23. And I started Transparent Media after um, a long journey of getting to that. And I remember I left the job that I was at. And then the day after I ended up like the day of I started Transparent, the day after I got my first client for a very low like retainer, which was like, um, I was like, this is all the income I had at this day. Um, it was like $500 a month. And then I just had to build from there. And there's been months where I'm like, dang, what am I doing? Like I'm in the red, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, if there's a calling on your life, you got to chase it. And it's going to be ugly at times. It's going to be hard. It's going to be like de deteriorating to your mental health at times. <laughs> um, but sometimes you just got to go through that stuff. And I'm grateful for the journey. Detrimental. What did I say? Deteriorating. Dude, deteriorating. It's a good word, you know. Chris, your mom might like that word too. Um, but there's that was good. It's it's just been it's a long journey, and I talk like I'm an old man, but like transparent media, serving clients, um, that kind of branched off of the Trevor Talks thing. I wasn't getting any attention until Trevor Talks. So got like oh, the podcast was before too. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Like, it seemed like Trevor Talks has been around longer than that. But like, Transparent the, Media, you've been doing that for like only two years or two and a bit. Not even two years. Not even yeah. yet. That's crazy. So a little over, um, it's over a year for sure. I think uh, in March or April, it'll be two years. Wow. Okay. And honestly, like, the, I'm not like famous or anything, but like, the he's, notoriety he's or whatever that came from the podcast is what gave, not clout, but like, it's what got me in the room to have the conversations with the people that we've been able to interview. And I feel like a lot of that has helped like 
give us some notoriety to where people know that we're not messing around, then obviously serving with the Sturms and um, doing Choose to Live was a big launching pad mm-hmm. for us. And then being able to serve with whosoever is love and death, like all of that. It, it's just been, John it's Schneider. insane to think about it. John Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's the best. Uh, go see the movie to die for on uh to die for movie.com. But it's one of those crazy stories that I think about. And I'm like, how could it have been me? Because for the longest time I was like, I'm not worth nothing. I have such a low value perception of myself or, um, I just hated the person I saw in the mirror for so long. So now to learn like through therapy and all of the things like money's not going to satisfy you. Work isn't going to satisfy you. You got to like really focus on who you are in Christ and who God's created you to be. And then everything else will come with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it may not look like you want it to. And you have to be okay with that. I know for the longest time, like even one thing that, uh, Lacey and Josh have like shoved, not shoved down my throat, but really encouraged me with is like, you need to slow down. You need to like take some time to relax. When are you going to get off your phone? Like years of that, the like, I finally had like a breaking point after Blue Ridge and choose to live this year where I ended up in the ER from a gastrointestinal infection, which was caused by monumental stress of from Blue Ridge and choose to live for at the same time, mind you. So like, I had a lot going on. Then there was a lot of personal stuff. So like starts mental, then it went physical and then I ended up in the ER and it's like some of the things I try to do, like you're not going to win at everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I, on the outside, it looked like I was winning, but on the inside, like I was literally got put in the hospital because I turned green. Like I lost like 10 to 15 pounds, uh, was looking really bad because I wasn't able to hold food or water down for like four days. So like, yeah, like all the things that happened that, um, I'll talk about it more in depth once I figure out like what the next step is. Right. Because I'm not an avid, like, let me just share what happened in my life in hopes that somebody like, um, hears it. It's like, no, like there has to be a learning point for it. And I don't know what that is yet. Mm. Um, it's going to be somewhere to do around rest and Sabbath, but I'm still learning it. I'm not going to act like I have it all together. I still struggle with anxiety and, uh, mental health, but it's not my identity. It's not where I find my, um, personality, like I'm not defined by it. It's just something that you have to work through and all that to say, if you think being a Christian is just going to suddenly wipe all your issues away and you're going to be like some huge brand, like kingdom core overnight, it's just not going to work. You just gotta, you gotta gun after it. Sometimes you gotta go through therapy. Um, sometimes you gotta get on medication. That's uh, what worked for me, uh, Jesus therapy and medication. And if you're struggling, like there's so many resources out there for you. Heart sport was a big one for me personally in my life. Um, for the ladies out there beneath the skin offers mentorships for women that are going through things like that. Uh, death to life. There's just so many resources out there right now. They're not going to fix everything, but if you're struggling like really heavily and struggling with suicidal thoughts and ideation, somebody wants to talk to you. They'd Mm -hmm. rather talk to you now, um, than not. So random tangent, but I was feeling it. Wow. But how, how long ago was that, that you went to the ER? It was like what is just it? a few uh, months ago kind of thing? Yeah, it was uh, September 14th, 13th mm. or 14th of this year, 2022. And I haven't really like talked about it very often. Like mm. I didn't post the picture. Like there's a picture of me looking real rough. It hasn't 
uh, been used yet because like, again, I can't bring you an issue without like what I can't encourage you to get through something. If I just show you that I'm going through it, mm. it may make you feel less alone, but at the same time, what is that doing? Like there's a time and a place for everything. Mm. I feel like people get way too vulnerable, way too quick. And they end up like building an audience and then they didn't take care of themselves and something tragic happens. Um, so I think that's something that we'll learn as everyone gets older because social media is still a new thing and people don't really know how to handle it. Um, I mean, how could you, when, uh, the world was made, do you think God was sitting there? Well, need to make sure they know how to handle mean tweets. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of something that happened. Oh man. Everything will be better when you get the blue check mark. <laughs> yeah. Everything will be better when you sign up for Twitter Blue. Um, on the eighth day, God um, created Twitter God made blue. Elon Musk. <laughs> God created Tesla on the ninth day. And then Tommy Green created Metal Corn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which translation? Preach that, score! Is that the message translation? I'm not going to answer that. I had a good one. I'm going to keep that in my head. <laughs> Do we want to get into our uh, our Spotify oh. rap? Yeah. Oh, we dude. have a very fun special segment and uh it's that time of the year. Spotify wrapped is out the the Today, Apple actually. Rewind, is that what it's called? Yeah, Apple Rewind. Apple Rewind. The Apple Music Rewind. It's that time of the year and for some it's that time of the month. Let's get to the rewind. <laughs> I didn't realize we had a comedian on the show today. I know. Sean's on every week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a comedian. All right, I'll take I'll take the compliment. Clown. I'm a clown. Yeah, there's a difference. Uh, it's like angry. I mean, the only difference. Well, clowns get paid too. Some just wear less makeup. But there's rock bands like that. Some wear less makeup. Grave robber. <laughs> Grave robber, dude. Dude, I saw a video of them on Instagram. They look scary, dude. <laughs> and then they don't sound scary at all. <laughs> It's like a ghost, but it is. not Satan. <laughs> we, I was at a, what was it? It it's was like the a, opposite. No, I just kind of saw them um, like a month and a half ago. They played um, up in Kokomo, Indiana at, um, oh, what was the name of that festival? I forget what it, Pit Fest. That's what it was called. It's called Pit was Fest. Was it right Remember? next to Fish Fest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it right next to Furnace Fest? Dude, you said Pit Fest? Yeah. Like uh, the lumberjack armpits. armpits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wrong. I was going to say that's fest. what it sounds like. Elon pit. Musk sounds like a like a scent that he put on. <laughs> I love it, dude. Pit fest. Um, I bet, but dude. We were at that festival, and like some fans came walking in wearing what we thought were like they were wearing like the masks and everything, and they had like the chains. And I was like, fans are the band. As, I I thought. I'm like, this dude is just doing a Corey Taylor cosplay, you know, from Slipknot. Then I'm like, oh, shoot, that's what the band looks like on stage. <laughs> dude. Yeah, they've been around I, When I was like 10 or 11, I had a weird, like, dream that I got scared by Slipknot backstage. Right? Okay. <laughs> Fast forward to Blue Ridge this year. You actually did. <laughs> I got scared backstage. So, are you sure? Just, are you sure you had that dream previously, or you just had deja vu? I know like. for a fact that I had that dream because I don't remember very many dreams, and I remember that one because mm-hmm. it was scary. Mm-hmm. I don't watch. I can't watch horror movies like that. Same. Like I watched Halloween Kills the other day, 
And that was about the tip of the iceberg for me, but I'll watch it with some lights on, so I'm good. Yeah, I can't. I think the, the only genre. scenario I could ever handle watching those kind of movies would be like in a big group of friends and you're all just like laughing. What about Ice Nine Kills? How do we feel about Ice Nine Kills? Yeah, I, they're all right. Night comes creeping. It's the American night. <laughs> it's like the only song by them I like. Dude, that's I thought you were going to say I saw them live. Them. They, they were cool. I saw them when they. Um, well, that was that Sirius XM Octane tour uh, with Fit yeah, with uh, Light the Torch. Oh, uh, no. Light the Torch is cool. That was like back in 2019. Oh. Yeah, I saw them with Memphis Mayfire and Atreyu. Meaning I saw them with... Never mind, I'm not going to say that. I saw them with them. And then there was a band that opened up. I can't rem- I don't think I got to see them, though. I don't remember. But it was a great night. Pretty good stuff. Did you know a Treyu actually invented metalcore, not Tommy Green? Lies. My whole I, life I don't think lies. anyone. Uh, there's going to be like two listeners who get that. The singer of a Treyu made like a big shtick like a few years back, claiming that his band invented metalcore when there was clearly metalcore before. So Atreyu. he was being arrogant. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't enjoy their set anyway. It's like trapped inventing hard rock. Uh, trapped yeah. did invent hard rock. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> So headstrong. Okay. I'll take you on. Um, headstrong, take you on! Headstrong, I'll take on anyone! Anyone! Dude, I saw a Let's video start a of them, band, dude. like, dude, we should do it. Do a like, duet. We could do it in Canada. We can tour with Trapped. I, we might be able to land that. <laughs> Trapped, take us on tour. Okay. Oh, man. Trapped. Everybody's always dogging Nickelback, and they're the ones packing stadiums. They do. Trapped, on the other hand, we could tour with Trapped. I know who could tour with Trapped, but I'm not saying it on this. And I guarantee you, I know who will tour with Trapped. Oh my gosh, I'm dead, <laughs> bro. All right, let's this get into right. the Spotify Wrapped and Apple Rewind. Yeah, so we're going to explore right. these with you, our yeah. viewers. And are we doing uh, like? Are we doing like? All three of us will share our top songs at the same time. And then top albums let's at the same do, time or one person yes, at a time? Yes. Um, let's do it like one. Uh, let's start with maybe this. Let's start with uh, how many minutes we streamed. Minutes, songs, bands. And let's also leave room for honorable mentions that recently came out that didn't have time to Ooh, get. That, that, that's in there, good because right? a lot because a lot of this is tracked from December of last yeah. year. And then yeah. I think it stopped and tracking like early November, right? Do you yeah, guys like get some podcasts of on yours? No, not on Apple. Mm. Okay. I got my analytics from Spotify today. I don't use Spotify. Oh, for your podcast? Yeah, oh, but dude, do we're we working get on a... Yeah, you do. How do I'll we get that? I'll have to check into our... Uh... You go to Spotify oh, for podcasts. I can do that right now. Dude, do that. I would yeah. love to see... Our Spotify for right. podcast. Who's going first on the songs? Top ten. All right, let let let's start with uh, let's top start with top bands. That's better. Top bands. Sheesh, I've got a list, homies, too. Yeah. Um, I got yeah, five. So those. I've got a lot, but I have to share the diversity of it all okay. because it's just brilliant. Like, and hold on, let me see if these people even made. The oh, list. do you okay, have like your minute count? How many minutes you listened to? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll start with that. So, and mind you, I listen to YouTube during the day and Apple Music when I'm in the car and on my phone, right? Gotcha. Okay. So, my YouTube premium, I don't know if they send that. But for Apple Music, at 17 hours, Memphis Mayfire. 
We all know why. Bangers, bangers, bangers. 14-hour Skillet. 12 hours Taya from Hillsong. 11 hours Fit for a King. 10 hours Our Last Night. 10 hours Shinedown. Our 10 hour, or 9 that hours. That new Our Last Night Disney album. So good. It's so good, so good. man. Oh. Sean's favorite album. <laughs> Clearly um, knows what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine hours Amanda Cook. Nine hours Crown the Empire. Eight hours Disciple. Seven hours Dayseeker. Seven hours Seether. Six hours Islander. Five hours Bethel Music. Five hours Naomi Rain, which is from Maverick City. Shout out to my girl. Um, five hours Brooke Le- Ligertwood, formerly Hillsong. Uh, five hours POD, Uncle Sonny. And five hours Wolves at the Gate. And four hours Refiner. <laughs> the band that you don't know. Okay, next year. That's Chris's project. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, at 92 <laughs> hours Refiner. <laughs> 92 hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 92 Wait, how hours. How do you get it to say uh, hours? Mine just says minutes. Um, oh, uh, it oh, comes with a... Twitter blue. <laughs> <laughs> for real how the heck do you get it are you on spotify or apple i'm on apple oh i pulled mine off the mobile app so did i and, or i screenshotted it all from uh safari gotcha okay yeah i got that but mine just says minutes instead of hours next to the artist so weird. oh praise god right, hit it cool well i'll go next um I streamed 31,000 minutes this year, uh, and my top artist, if I go top 10, um, no shocker here, we got Wolves at the Gate, number one, 1,216 minutes. Uh, we got Amberlynn, uh, 677 minutes, uh, number two. Uh, three, we got Era, right behind at 619 minutes. My Epic at number four, 475 minutes. Five, we got Idle Threat. Uh, who released my 2021 album of the year. So I jammed that all year because I came out November last year. So I was still jamming it all the time, early 2022. Uh, we got Need to Breeds number six, one of my favorite wow. uh, CCM. Ba- if you could call them CCM, they've, they've dabbled in the CCM industry a bit. Mm-hmm. But, ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. But, Actually, they got nominated for a Dove Award. No, they're CCM. Yeah, that's true. And they had Carrie Underwood I'm on a kidding. song. <laughs> oh, beautiful. That song is so beautiful. But, I mean, the song was beautiful. I'm not talking about Carrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty, but I'm I'm not over here. Oh, no, like the song was great. Trevor's eyes rolled back as that. he said that. Oh, uh, that's a great song, Fit for King. Eyes roll back. Yeah. Uh, number seven, we got Dayseeker. I love me some sad, sad boy music. Uh, number eight, we got Thornhill. Their new album's really pretty good. Loved, yeah. The new day secret and Thorn. He was on the pod. You should I, listen I, to actually, it. I've listened to half I of that. We'll listen to that. Did you guys cry the whole time? <laughs> I'll finish it though. I'm hoping you guys just cry. Yeah, like through the webcam like thing we had going mm-hmm. on, like somehow or another, I was able to climb through the camera and snuggle and cry. Oh, all dude. Time. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the invite. Uh, number <laughs> yeah. nine, we got Turnover. And then number 10, we got Weathered. I absolutely love Weathered. I don't. Do you know yeah. Weathered, Trevor? I, he gonna, doesn't seem I to know yeah, any small. I want to have so, I mean, okay. Weathered is like really small though. <laughs> not really small. Well, they're, they're face down. The thing is, they're face down. I but. do. Holy names face down, but I like when you work on music all day, like every day. Like you see 
the same like things. And then I don't know. It, it's weird because obviously with the fall of radio means like, and I don't listen to like custom playlists or anything. So mm-hmm. I don't really leave room for it. So the only way I see new music is either at live shows or like pages like kingdom core for the rock, etc. Like mm-hmm. that's how I find my new music. Um, and then a few weeks ago I was at, uh, who was it? I was at my homie Garrett's concert, silent planet. Um, and avoid played and they crushed it. Not a Christian band, hmm. but great, great, uh, vulgar but great. I love it. Sorry, which band was that? Actually, avoid, avoid. Yeah, no. nobody needs to. Ah, yeah, don't listen that. to. Them. Ask your mom <laughs> if you can listen to them. Yeah, ask show your her mom all for the permission next to the song names. <clears throat> okay, so was Sean? Were you done with your? Uh, I am done with. My top ten artists, yes. So this is your top ten artists. I don't have uh, it. Should, Spotify should give you like your top five. Yes, I do have my top five. Okay, cool. Let's um, go with top okay. five. Um, should have got Twitter blue. You'd have got ten. All right, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Minutes listened total. I guess of so this is only my Spotify music listen because I listen to a lot of CDs in the car. And I also listen to um, my actual own personal library on my computer. Like I have a digital library. I actually use something other than Spotify or anything. So uh, for the kids, for the kids, can you clarify what a CD is? <laughs> it's a compact disc that laser disc? scans. Trevor's <laughs> twenty five. He does. He he's too young. He doesn't know what a CD is. <laughs> I'm like one of the last people that around my age that buy CDs. Like whenever I meet somebody my age even slightly older and then all younger they're like you still buy cds like what dude they don't even make cards with cd players anymore it's so sad you have to buy like a separate deck to put in i'm wanting a Um, car with a turntable (laughs) uh chris are you one of those artists that cries about merch fees at venues too since you use cds uh yes only because i well not necessarily venues because i don't get to go to many shows but Merch costs shipping to Canada is terrible, and it and the oh, conversion the rate from like U.S. to Canada plus shipping a CD that should cost theoretically like ten to fifteen bucks cost me about fifty bucks Canadian. Well, I've got a hot take before <laughs> you do your top five. Okay, venues have to make money too. No, I agree. So I agree. How and could I you say that, that Trevor? How could you say that? We're artists. We deserve it. Look, <laughs> the venue's got to make money. You probably didn't sell that many tickets. Like, they got to make money. They got to feed their family, too. But the worst yeah. the Oh, band, my gosh. Though, my favorite the... venue's shutting down. Oh, because you were complaining about some merch fees. Get over it. Trevor hates the I, guy. I, uh, I, <laughs> I bought some merch <laughs> at this show. I'd be ticked off Seattle. about some merch fees, too. Like, Man, they taking my cut. I spent probably about almost $500 to go see four bands in Seattle. And then I bought some, well, some of that money was including what I bought from them, but most of You could have hired Trapped to come to your house for 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, can, I could just sing the song myself and it would be just as good. <laughs> and you would have saved 500 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Top artists, uh, or minutes listened, all of Spotify, 32,868. That's music. 
because I have a separate one. Slacker. But top artist, number five, Wolves at the Gate. Hey, brother. That's a double take here. Number four, surprisingly, I don't know how I listen to them more than Wolves at the Gate, but Norma Jean. I guess I went through their discography this year on Spotify. So, How many times did you listen to Death Rattle? uh, I've only listened to it maybe two times all the way through, but I want to listen to it more. Like I'm going to at least one more time before the end of the year to figure out my list. Um, Number three, August Burns Red. Oh, yeah. I still haven't heard the new song yet. Yeah. I haven't heard the new song yet. You have Jesse Leach? No. Are you going to react to it? I was planning on it, but... Yeah, I just I haven't I haven't had time, so I've been oh, holding good. off. I liked it. But I thought it was really good. I literally have no idea. Very what it different, like. but really good. Yeah. You should do that reaction video, but with all this talk about your mom, you should bring her in for that reaction <laughs> video to react with it with you. My mom has watched an August Burns I'm Red serious. documentary with me. And she was like, uh, that is incredible that so many people go out to their shows. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, no, but she's, she so actually awesome. was interested. We watched one of those. It was like that one album they put out that was just like a, it was just a documentary. Hmm. Like before Found in oh, Far Away Places. Oh, oh, Far and Away or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mom watched The that one that they me. did with Revolver? Was it with Revolver? I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, no. Are you talking about Barn Burner? Oh, no. Yeah, that's no, no, We're talking about the one. This is like an actual ABR 2013. documentary, not a documentary yeah. feature. Dang, they put it on as like a CD, like, but it was a DVD. Yeah, it was for, it, was it came out with Rescue and Restore, right? On the European tour? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I still haven't watched that. Ray, it was Ray good. Duker? It was good. I There's also a small one on their live DVD home. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh, Jake was sick for that filming, so it his vocals aren't that great. And even they said it themselves. Was that why he sounds like that on that album? Yeah. He was like sick. Like, Oh shoot. Literally the day or two before. And they couldn't couldn't change it. Like they had to just go for it. So, I mean, even more than like the music and live performance aspect, like ABR has been nominated for Grammys. You don't see like, especially like faith-based lyrics, like Mm -hmm. August Burns Red, they're not a Christian band, but faith is a big heavy subject in the lyrics. Um, the success that they've seen, like being like what two time Grammy nominated, mm-hmm. being as heavy as they are, as consistent as they mm-hmm. are, and coming from Lancaster yeah. or the band originally, Jake came from like South Carolina or something. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that Heart Support's been birthed out of that movement is so awesome. Like, Jake is uh, one of those dudes you see and you want your kids to look up to one day, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I want my kids to be like, I want to be like that guy. And I'm like, good Lord, to use your voice like this. <laughs> hey, that sounded pretty good. I'll take that Can little snippet of recording, throw some gain reduction on it, drop a fat metalcore beat, and boom, we'll make you a vocalist. Okay. There you um, go. Praise God. Number two, Fit for a King. Okay. Woo! And drum roll, please. Number one. Refiner. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris, you're such a narcissist. <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> Chris over here bragging about what his 8,000 streams, they're all him. <laughs> it was all me all along. No, um, this is where we were talking about embarrassing moments. Um, 
Uh, you mean to tell me you listen to your own band? Yeah, guess, more than guess you what? To Fit King? <clears throat> Let's see if it's you share it with your mom. Top five songs. There it is. All refiner. Top from five songs. You're a whole EP. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, narcissism did not stop at billionaires and presidents. Ugh. It actually extends all the way down to the small genre of Christian rock in Canada. Oh, no, no. Here so, is, yeah, it's funny. My my top genre is Christian rock, but that's not what my... Mine isn't. My, uh, mine isn't. Did they I'd tell like, you if you were, like, the top 0.0000, like, 1% listeners I, and I had, It was, like, Christian rock, and then it was... Metalcore, Christian metalcore, or Christian metal, sorry. It was like post hardcore and then Christian rap. Those were my top five genres. Wow. <laughs> Mine uh. was metal, hard rock, <laughs> um, <laughs> Christian and worship, or uh, yeah, and then arena rock. Interesting. I got um, metal, rock, alternative. Uh, hard rock and death and black metal is apparently Christian rock. Okay, I was gonna be surprised. You were like this whole year. You're like I'm bored with metalcore, black metal for life, and then all your top genres are rock. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> here's how I listen to black metal. I just listen to album after album. I rarely re-listen to the same one. Oh, okay. Dang. Well. Do you want to hop into our top ten songs? Let's do it. Sure. I'm gonna. So because I already revealed my top five songs, that aren't, oh, you already no, did. No, they're not so actually my top five. Like I have, I'll go from fifteen to five, which should actually be my top ten. Okay. Nice. I did listen to my music a lot, and it's like I, I didn't leave it streaming, you hate but yourself, I also Chris? some of that was. <laughs> I yeah, I was enjoying <laughs> it. Sorry. I was also testing various things, and I just. I like, I'm proud of my creation, but not it like so much to that. It should actually be at the top of my list, but yeah, I do enjoy it. Um, do you want me to go into my top songs? Do it. All right. At number one, meaning the most played song that I have. Wait, we're going number one me? first. Oh, you want to go 10 down? 10 down, 10 down. Let's. Oh, okay. Let's leave. All right. At number thing. 10. At number 10, because uh, it's a banger, Falling Through the Sky by Fit for a King. Nice. From the best Fit for a King record ever created, Sean. Oh, fighting words you going on on this, uh, this podcast. And let, let, let me finish, because there's bit. more Fit it, for a King. It's grown. I it, it, I'm actually really digging it. Really? It has Listen to this. I had Ryan come on the show, and for some reason, I, to that I said. All the way through. Amazing. Like it shows that like in the actual episode, I said that falling through the sky and, and the other side were my favorite songs on the record, but that's when I had the hot, the link that's not like tracking it and stuff. So like before it comes out link, once it went to Apple music and I could actually like shuffle it and such my two favorite songs on that record that aren't in my top 10 because the record just came out are number one, reaching out. Number two, Fracture. Oh, I thought you were going to say Eyes Roll Back. Mm -mm. Fracture. They were the two slower songs, Hmm. which is interesting. So, number 10, Falling Through the Sky, Fit for a King. Number nine, Planet Zero by Shinedown. Um, Butt Rock. The other side. Sorry. Dude, exactly. (laughs) I got honorable mentions. We're going to do honorable mentions because I got some Butt Rock that just came out that would be at the top of this list. Um, 
Number eight was End the Other Side by Fit for a King. Are y'all ready for number seven? I'm ready. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. <laughs> the number of God. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Okay. Bite Me by Avril Lavigne. Ayo! Wish you knew better, better to with someone like me. Was that, was that on your uh, hospital playlist? No. <laughs> what you wish somebody, I could be your wifey or whatever. Yeah, it's a very uh, pop punk song. I was very shocked. I was like, wow, I love her. Number six, back to our uh, programming. Regular that schedule. Program. Back, back to our scheduled programming. A Day to Remember Miracle. Okay. And it has a little E next to it. Um, for you kids out there. So wait, we're, we, do we have an explicit e for counter excellent. here? <laughs> we got one under your name. And it's just like E and one. There's just two of them. Um, <laughs> Miracle and Bite Me. Uh, number five, Make Believe by Memphis Mayfire. Oh, that's a good one. Number four, In Another Life, Crown the Empire featuring Courtney from Spirit Box. Okay. Great song. Love them. Uh, number three, Blood and Water, Memphis Mayfire. Sweet. Number two of the American Dream, Memphis Mayfire. And number one, Without Me, Dayseeker. Mm. Ooh, okay. That's However, I love that song. I, I have honorable mentions because the records just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, already mentioned Reaching Out and Fracture um, from Fit for a King. Um, Memphis Mayfire, The Fight Within. And... Um, Saint Asonia just put out an EP called Extrovert, and there's a song called Chasing the Light, and then uh, one that he did with Cody from Wage War. Um, what is that song called? It's a banger. Uh, Break the Mold. Like the whole EP is great, but honorable mentions uh, would definitely be those. And there's a lot more, but for time's sake, praise God. Flyleaf, number one all the time. Just me. Okay. Sweet. So, all right. I guess I will. Mine will be very boring. Um, Eight out of my top ten Just like are the same face. band. Oh, sorry. Number zero for me, which is above one, was Refiner. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. It means so much to me. All right. You're cool. welcome, Mr. Canada. I'm trying to be respectful of culture. <laughs> Guys, mine's going to be so boring. Literally eight of my top ten are the same band. So, and you could probably guess which band. They are my most listened to right? band, Wolves at the Gate. So, wow. number 10 through 6 are actually all off of Eulogies and all have the same amount of plays. So we got Out of Sight, Eulogies, Kiss the Wave, Embracing Accusation, and Silent Anthem in that order from 10 to 6. Number 5, Kiss the Wave and Facing, facing Accusations, right? No, embracing, embracing, yeah. embracing. I didn't that was an excellent two record songs too. Are... Oh, eulogies is so good. I love yeah. eulogies. So good. Um, number five is the song "North Shore" by Tiny Moving Parts. You guys know them? That mm. song is an ab- uh, such a banger. Is that also Chris's band? Yeah, because oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nobody's it. heard of it. Uh, all right. Um... <laughs> He's like, why did I agree to this? No, I was... Uh, I was prepped for this. When I looked at my rap this morning, I knew. You Have you heard Tiny Moving Parts? They're they're amazing. They're like a little three-piece, like... Uh, yeah? How do I describe them? Like, they're like a emo, pop-punk, like, three-piece band. Super stripped-down sound. Oh, They've got one guitarist, and he does a lot of, like, noodly, dee um, like, riffs. And then um, bass and drums. 
and he just basically yells on top of it. But it's so eccentric Dang. and like fun and catchy. Really good. Come on, I think they're from that Minnesota. Cool. Um, I'll check that out. Minnesota. So they, they had a really cool album out this year, and I really loved that song, North Shore. Uh, number four, with actually the same amount of plays, is Neon Grave by Dayseeker. Neon oh, Grave. Such a good song. I got to see them I play think that, that was live. One of my favorites. Oh, it went so hard Fun live. Um, <laughs> number three, Back to Wolves at the Gate, uh, Lights and Fire. And mm. then number one and number two are actually tied. Um, we've got The Father's Bargain and East to West. But here's the kicker. They are the acoustic version from their reprise EP. Dude, that was such a good EP. It's so good. I listen to that EP like, constantly. Key, it's one of their best. Low key, I listen to that EP more than I did that record. I do. And nothing against that record, but that just EP so was good. just so good. I They're, listen to it like when I'm trying to fall asleep. Like, I listen to it on late night drives. I listen to it when I'm depressed. Uh, <laughs> Which apparently is maybe. <laughs> do you have do you have beef with Nick Deddy? Is that why you like that EP so much? Well, you just uh, don't like Nick. Yeah, I. I Hate Nick Daddy. I can't stand Nick. I, can't I, I hate him so much. But that I hate him so much that I drove three hours to Columbus this past weekend to watch him scream at the Captors' tenth anniversary show. Did he give you gas that's money how, at least? That's how like, much geez. I hate him. No, no, I oh, did it myself garbage. just to, just to stand there and boo wow. in his face all night. Now I wouldn't do that. Like, just go set fire to the merch. And, oh, I did. Like protest. Yeah, I did. You like. Were you heckling Steve while he was giving the no, gospel? No, Steve's great. That's why I listen to Reaper. <laughs> stop talking. Yeah, yeah. More music. <laughs> We're talking. More Steve. More Steve. Anytime Nick talked. <laughs> Steve, 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 Steve. No, nah, I love Nick Daddy. Oh, they're He's great. The best. Oh, oh, oh. Chat with them Did you say who, Chris? Sorry? Hmm? Did you say who? No. No. Oh, I was about to say, who is Refiner? <laughs> We play in Jeopardy. <laughs> I, if that's what you want to do, is that what we do on Kingdom Core nowadays? Yes. Kingdom Core, bro. What, what dude, I don't even best, know what we do on this podcast. What is the best metalcore <laughs> band in the world, Trevor? Uh, Nickelback. It's true. We were playing Jeopardy. You're supposed to Jeopardy say, is the answer. Is oh! there, there's no questions on Jeopardy, oh, Chris. You're think playing about it this. I need to think about this. The best metalcore band of all time. Oh, I I can't answer that. I don't know. Okay. All right. Do we um, want to go to top albums wait, now? Top ten albums. Top, I got I got my. Top oh 10 yeah, songs. Chris. Oh, I forgot my Sorry. real top ten songs. Your real. Nobody top wants 10. to hear refiner, 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 <laughs> refiner, refiner. So don't do that. Okay. Number <laughs> number ten. Uh, an evil presence by Brutality. Does that have anything to do with like them being bros? Yeah. Kind of. Yes. Yes. Cool. Um, number nine. Lotus by Bloodlines. Ooh, good song. Number 13. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't share this one. Sorry, number not number 13. Number 8. I'm kind of trying to share it But I shouldn't share this one. It's not Refiner. <laughs> but it's my other project that I worked oh on. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> White, White Rope Nation, Nation up in here? Penalty. Oh okay, moving on, moving on. Next one, uh, I guess number 7 is Simon by Idle Threat. Oh. <sighs> Number six, The Moon Below from Brutality, off their newest album, The Woods Will End You. It's a great album. Uh, next up is Stand for Something by Amanaki, off their new EP, Tempest. 
Ooh, dude, Amanaki's It's good. that EP is Dude, wait, that just came out. How is that already your like top? That came out like I've listened weeks to ago. that EP. Dude. I don't know how it didn't get into my dude, top Trevor, stuff, you'd like but this band. Yeah, check out Tempest by Amanaki. They're New Zealand-based hardcore band. So good. Um I have a question for you, Chris, yeah. before you get too much further out. Um what's your beef with American bands, huh? <laughs> America is too full of themselves, so I try to avoid. If Trump started a metal band, would you listen to it? <laughs> oh, I would definitely listen to that. I think everyone would listen to that. I'm going to make this country so great. I Matt did, he just gave me a really good idea. I could take voice snippets of him and throw gain reduction and some distortion, and like make it sound like just distorted. Oh, that would. You could do some oh, fun. We could call it MagaCore. Oh no! This okay. needs to be a thing. It needs uh, to be a thing. I thought I missed. To be you fair, is, is, is five this, finger death punch used to not be a maga thing. core? Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, uh, number four. I don't think so. Lamenter by uh, Amongst the Giants off their latest EP, Desolate Mile. Okay. Dude, those dudes are great. That a song, song is. Uh, that's that's, that's my Giants. favorite off that EP. So good. Uh, number three, whitewashed remix by August Prince Red. So it's like the Constellations remixed album. Interesting. Um, not like, like that version like better? Techno? I actually, well, I don't no, know. No, it's I, just like a, a remastering of it. No, so oh, they remixed look, it, but look, they look. called it remix. It's kind of, they shouldn't have. They remastered it, but they called it remix? No, no, they yeah. remixed it and remastered it. Like it was a full remix, not just okay. a remaster. You see, I thought you were talking about like, like an, an electronic dubstep. <laughs> yeah, like dance. some garbage. Yeah, like no, no. garbage. Um, not EDM as a genre, but just like sometimes people take good songs and like, oh, we need to put something out yeah. for the record. I don't think August Burns Red version. would ever do that, honestly. Other than like the closest no. thing would be like their special their edition MIDI like, ones. MIDI tracks. Yeah. yeah those yeah. are cool those are because cool. those yeah. are how they sound before they like write the instruments. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, that's how my music Wait, so do you like <laughs> that version better? Why Why were you listening to that version so many times? Uh, the... I think that was my go-to to like whenever because I had to get a lot of new different pairs of earbuds this year, um, like with my job, and they just keep breaking on me. And like new headphones and the new stereo got my car. Like that's kind of whitewashed is always like my go-to test track to like I know what this is supposed to sound like, and the remixed version has like more low end and more oomph to it. So I'm like. I know what this should sound like in my ears. So I, mm. it's always my go-to, but I also love that song still. So awesome. um, number two, Fairest Jesus by Chaotic Resemblance. It's a good song. Check it out. And number one, Sludgehammer by Brutality. Are you in Brutality? No. <laughs> okay. He's in, we need to get them on here at some asking. point, but yeah, that'd be cool. Get Brutality on here. They were my a, 2021 a, uh, album of the year. With their Are first they going to be your 2022 album of the year? I'm also label mates with them now. Like, what the heck? Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. true. You guys are both on Rockfest. <laughs> Y'all are on Rockfest? <laughs> I love Rockfest. All right. Um, I don't think Joseph. I have in my wrapped, I don't think I get albums. It's literally mm. just that. And then I have a podcast one. <laughs> I just saw what my number 10 is. I think I need to go for albums. Oh, can I just say this? This is hilarious. So this one last thing for um, Spotify for artists for refiner. I'll stop talking about refiner in a sec. Um, 
it's like on May 27th, which I believe is the day that my EP came out. It's like something magical happened. Yeah, your EP. Nine people listened between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. It's like so you had your computer, your laptop, (laughs) your phone, your mom's phone, wife's phone, somebody else. You live with your grandparents, both of their desktops. The thing I love about this is like that's more than any other hour this year. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> like it's such a dramatic thing for like like well, nine people at the same. My time. most downloaded episode of the year was Corey Cooper and Lacey Sturm. Like that, that makes, was that checks out. That like it did. I think it was like nine hundred ninety nine percent better than any other. Episode. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Just because like I, it was it was really a unique thing. But that's also why you see so much skillet in my um, feed this year because. I think that and getting to know like them a little bit has re-sparked that nostalgia that got me on this whole journey to begin mm. with. So you were just leeching off of their massive. No, like I found um, so much joy in being able to have that conversation with not only like Corey but with Lacey too because they have such a long history. Mm. But also like Awake and Rise were such good records. Like in me growing up, all their records are cool, but like those two are monumental for me. Um, and I really love those. Awesome, so man. that was a meaningful interview. So I'm glad that was the top one because that was like, with everything that you do, you get bored to a cer- certain extent. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that's when I was like, man, this whole podcast thing's cool, but I don't want to, I want to do something different. Let me just pull into like driving forces and rock that just happen to both be female and friends and write music together and try to like pull a story out, man, like, Sheesh. It was it was so fun. Bucket list item check. Can I also give a quick shout out to the listeners of our podcast, the Kingdom Core podcast? I was just quickly looking at our um our Spotify rap for the podcast, and we are in the top ten percent shared podcast globally. Wait, what? That's what it says. No like, way. Most yeah, most podcasts don't make it past seven episodes. Is that real? <laughs> we made it like three 99% times. 99% of the podcasts. We've 99% done... of the podcasts or something crazy like that don't make it past seven That's episodes. Crazy. This is episode That's 22. Crazy. Yeah, it says your podcast was in the top 10% most shared globally. No way. That's insane. Wait, yeah, what are the other it... stats on it? Um, I haven't heard these. Some of these aren't. It's. I hate these long transitions. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like it's not people. letting me just skip. To oh, the oh end. those were the worst. Yeah, Here's okay, what's you guys keep going on the Spotify, next category, and then we'll come well, back. Well, our to Spotify this. stats are actually because when we check, when I check our stats, we always get the most downloads from Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's so whatever Spotify is, we know that Apple is like the Way same, much, but like more. twenty or thirty percent higher. Yeah, it says our listeners are All super right. fans. They are. Yeah. You ready for my top 10 album? Yeah. Starting at number 10. Any guesses? Fit for a King? No, Fit for a King's going to be much higher, I think. Like, probably like five. Right. I, I, that just came out. And Memphis Mayfire's going to be number one. And Day Seekers up at, there. At number 10, Eulogies by Wolves of the Game. Okay, Ooh. sick, sick. They're not high at enough, bro. Nine. You're listening to the wrong crap. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Tell it to the rest of the people in there. <laughs> um, number nine, State of the Union, Amanda Cook. Number eight, 
Rise, Deluxe Edition by Skillet. At number seven, Dark Sun by Dayseeker, because it just came out. Uh, number six, Dominion by Skillet. Um, number five, It's Not Easy Being Human, Islander. Great album. Like, front to back, one of the most underrated records. I need to listen to that one again, admittedly. All time. Front to back, that Islander record is better than, like a huge percentage of the music that's coming out. I didn't want to put a number on it. I was going to like 90% or something dumb that I have no analytics to back up, but like legit, that is a good record front to back. But number five, it's not being easy being human by Islander. Number four, Taya her self-titled. It's a good album. It's amazing. It's number probably three. The only really like the best CCM album I've listened to. It's probably oh, yeah. the only one Dude. I've listened to this year. <laughs> it's crazy. That's good. good. At number three, The Hell We Create, Fit for a King. I knew they were in the top five. And now it's going to be... Number two. Memphis. With a 190 plays. Shine Down, Planet Zero. Oh, okay. Okay, so number one is Remade Misery. Yes, with a 266 plays. Dang, dude. Which you got to think they count singles. Okay, so... 10 or 12. That's probably because they put out so many singles on that one and they just kept yeah. like it would show up as a uh, high, yeah, like the song true. will become available on the record. So I don't listen to all that. And I don't listen to all of them and such <clears throat> a planet zero, a song that uh, deserves a spotlight on there is dead. Don't die. It's like, it's such a hard song to play. Like Josh Sturm's been learning it cause he fills in for them a lot. Mm-hmm. And like that is such an aggressive song and so good. Like honestly, one of my favorite rock tracks of the past decade for sure. Like Shine Down, Dead Don't Die. Like such a good song. Sweet. Sick. Words of Fire uh, by Cutlass came out this year, as uh, did End of the World. Um, and y'all should go check that out too it's because true. sheesh, such banging songs. Absolutely. And more to come. Yeah. I will Sean. jump into my top 10 records. So number 10, we've got Exile by Demon Hunter. Um, that's oh, one that just recently came out too. So that made the top 10. Crazy. Um, really good record. Very different. Um, it took I so it. many listens for me to get into it. It's it so didn't sad. Take many, it took a lot of like listens for me to understand it, <laughs> not really to get into it, if that makes sense. Mm. By um, number nine, we got Surprise, Surprise, Sleep Talk by Dayseeker. Love, love my sad boys. Love them. Uh, number eight, with actually the same amount of plays, we've got Death Rattle, Sing For Me by Norma Jean. Uh, number seven, we got Era, self-titled by Era. Oh, like uh, the 2014 one? <clears throat> no. The orange and green? No, that's Augment. Oh, Augment. Okay, that was when I... Their self-titled is, came out in... Um, 2021, 20, yeah, last year. Oh, okay, that was it. Okay. That's the one with Snowblood, Gungrave. Uh, number six, we've got Fear by Stand Atlantic. Um, Dang, I thought you were going to say Disciple. I was about to go retweet on Twitter Blue, bro. It's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, Fear by Stand Atlantic. They're a fun uh, little pop, female-fronted pop-punk band out of Australia. Um. Then number five, we've got Heavy Steps by Comeback Kid. One of my favorite hardcore records the last five years. Just absolute heavy, heavy, fast, aggressive hardcore record. 
got that old school 2000 style too. Uh, number four, we've got Heroin by, um, or Heroin by Thornhill, not Heroin the Drug. It's, ha- it's Heroin. It's Heroin, <laughs> it's heroin but it's, it's not Heroin the Drug. Oh, it's drug. like a female it's got hero. E at the end. So, like Heroin, like when they're talking about a hero, you know? Yeah. Here he, here he. By Thornhill. Love, love the new Thornhill record. We actually talked about that with Stephen Conville uh, from. Uh, Dang. On that Am episode. I the first non musician on this show? Um, no, we've had uh, the guys from All Consuming Podcast, Tyler and Gary. Um, is there been, I'm just kidding. Been anybody awesome. else? I was like, am I the first? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Have we had? No, I think uh, it was yeah, just Gary them. and Tyler are probably the only two. Yeah, that aren't musicians. There's a few on our list though that we're going to get to. I think that will yes, be nice to. I've got some on my list too. I want Miss Pat, who is a comedian. Miss Pat. Uh, if you live a very sheltered life, don't look her up. I love her. <laughs> We're gonna have so many secular like I'm trying to bridge a gap like between this, like everyone's gonna be like Kingdom Core listens to secular music. I and, don't. Well, look, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hey, guess what? I want my top one hundred songs on Spotify. Like it made me a playlist of the top one hundred. No explicit tracks. Take that. Pretty much all of mine were all of them except for Skillet and Wolves at the Gate. Friggin' Steve. <laughs> Need to write some <laughs> write some terrible lyrics, man. What's wrong with you? Get with the program. <laughs> Memphis Mayfire, fit for a king. Get with the I know, program, wasn't Wolves guys. of the Gate supposed to fall away by now? Dude, here's the thing, man. It, it's just like Twitter Blue. You have to have the E mark next to your album name or it's not real. That's true. That's yeah, true. It's just not a good thing. Chris, are you dropping any any F bombs on the new refiner? <laughs> yeah, some some featuring uh, <laughs> featuring Silent Planet and uh, uh, Relent. There we I, go. That, Relent right. doesn't drop it, but maybe. That'd be funny. All right. Number three, we've got Peripheral Vision by Turnover. Um, amazing. Apple Turnover? Record. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yes, Apple Turnover. Uh, Apple Turnover next to your number turnstile. Number two. Monster. We've got my 2021 album of the year. We've got Blurred Visions by Idle Threat. Trevor, so you, have you heard Idle Threat, Trevor? I think Idle Threat was at a show that... Uh, oh, they were at, the that, uh, and Disciple at that Chattanooga, Chattanooga show. Chattanooga. Yeah. I think I met them. Did you watch them? Oh, let me see. They're, they're, I oh, didn't get to see them. Dude, I listen, was there with listen to the Blurred homies. Visions. Uh, incredible record. Absolutely love that. Yeah, record. I met the uh, Idol Threat guys and talked to them for um, a few minutes after the show. They're so cool. We had them on really, the really nice guys, dude. They're great. Like uh, Idol Threat to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude has a mullet, which I appreciate. Oh, Ernie. Uh, to yeah. the moon and back. And uh, other homie kind of looks like he would be in a High School Musical. Um, and the other ones are metalcore dudes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I love Idle Threat. I, I need to go. I'm, I'm going to like save it in my Dude, library. Listen, now. when you listen to that, text me. Let me know what you think of it. Fire out. I was thinking about blocking you after this. <laughs> okay, I, about it. I need to make room for Chris's mom's number. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just to where we can discuss it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, this is really good. Chris is going to have so much editing. <laughs> If you guys haven't guessed, I mean, my top artist was them, and the top songs were from it, so it's Eulogies by Wolves at the Gate. And that makes mm-hmm. sense because of, number one, how much I love that album and that band. But 
it also did come out back in like March, February. But Chris and I also got like an advanced copy like a month before. Yeah, we I listen, we both Steve. listened to it like five times. I listened to it like five times in like yeah. a week to prepare for that interview. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. So before we did that interview, I like had to dive into it, and I really appreciated the craftsmanship and for Such them like record. it was a lot different than the previous record like eclipse mm-hmm. was very 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 pristine and it's right and eulogies did the same so mm-hmm. it's awesome to see that they can come back with something that's just as like meaningful mm-hmm. as the first it's always weird when one of your favorite bands comes out with a record and you're like man they're never gonna be able to top this and they top it and you're like oh my gosh how could they do that mm-hmm. it was weird because like when Except for Refiner, I'm like, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> Definitely. Really? Because um, from my, my perspective, it feels like they could only go up. That's what old ladies say to their husband, too. But <laughs> Can you see why I don't get very many four Because this is the stuff that comes out of my mouth. Sometimes on stage. Oh my gosh! You were at Joshua Fest. You hear me roast that kid? I don't. That was like wait. You were talking on stage. Were you hosting or something? Yeah, I think I. um, I think that sounds familiar. Remind me what happened. So I was hosting the tooth and nail stage inside and the main stage. Right, right. I remember that. Some kid, like right before some metalcore band came up. I've got it on video. I'll send it to you after this. Some kids like go get Lecrae, and I'm like, what, what? Oh, oh, oh go get Lecrae. Well, I don't think he likes you, and the whole crowd goes, oh. <laughs> and this is like hundreds. This is like over a thousand kids. Like, oh, and the kids like, That's I'm like, don't so heckle me. Funny. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh, I had a similar moment like that on a cruise recently. It was amazing, but I'll tell Are you, you, heckling kids in front of all their peers as you. I was probably there, the youngest probably, one there, but actually, it's probably was you. There. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said you were probably the youngest one. Then you said, wait, probably my wife. And it made it sound like you're like into like kids or something, you know? Easy, Trevor. Easy. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Easy. Hit the brakes. (laughs) Hit the brakes. Quick thing. So I don't have my top albums, but I can give a couple honorable mentions that wouldn't be in there because they came out recently. Amidst the Hallowed and the Vanquished by Diamonds to Ooh, Dust. Great album. Probably one of my favorite metalcore or deathcore albums of recent years. You get on, um, Death, on Diamonds to Dust, Trevor? You ever heard them? Uh, not yet. Dude, You've heard the Corpus Christi song, right? They're, they're, basically like the Christian Lord, they're basically Christian Lorna Shore. Pretty much, yeah. I haven't listened to Lorna oh, Shore my. either, though. Okay. Like, um, what a poser. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you should you should interview the vocalist of Lorna Shore on your podcast. That would I, actually, I, dude. Actually Will Ramos sweet. is such a cool guy. Didn't they just stick a camera? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that yeah, video was insane. <laughs> dude, uh, they have a video I think on Caliber TV or something like one of those YouTube channels that goes and records like the whole set at shows, uh-huh. and. Uh, that dude's going to town. I think it's Warren Ashore. The song goes like, Can I be the only one? Ooh, that sounded like Fit for King like... the Way You Scream. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. That sounds that like, like Ryan Kirby. If you understood what he said, it's not. Will Can Ramos. I be the only one? 
that might be slaughtered. Well, is that I slaughtered and prevail? The Russian. I don't think prevail. so, but praise God. Like it's a, it's a whoever does that one is very explicit, but it's great. Is Warner Shore a Christian band? No. no. That's okay, why I said Diamonds to, to Dust is a Christian version of them. Um oh, gotcha. So just a couple other honorable mentions would be Oh, if we're going for a secular album, Pawns and Kings by Alter Bridge. Mm. I'm not a big Alter okay. Bridge fan, but that album is actually sure sounds like it. Sick. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, End of Ages by Godia. Is that how you say Ooh, it? Ooh, dude, Godia. Indian Godia. Godia. Okay. They're your label mates. The label mates as well. Some yep. Indian, good old Indian metalcore. Uh, Rama by Windvent. Mexican. Ooh. Love yes, I'm. I guess okay. I don't. I'm not a very big American metal fan, dude. <laughs> talking you old. know, you know what a great like hard rock EP is. Did this come out this year or last? It came out in 2021, but it's still worth bringing it up. Uh, Seether's The Purgatory EP, Wasteland. I haven't listened to that. It's, I mean, it's not going to show up on Kingdom Core or anything, but it's it's good. I love. Cedars. I mean, it's not good if it's not on Kingdom Core. Uh well, uh, the, the it's it's got the core, just don't have the kingdom, you know. There you it's go. Got purgatory. Okay. okay. Also, core for good pop punk. Hellcore. <laughs> good pop punk record pop. this year. Long story short, by Light the Way. Oh, Re-listen dude, I forgot about that day. record. It's I so need good. to revisit that. That's a good record. Now, um, I will say the best pop punk in the Christian rockish realm that is it's announced. It's not out yet. Um. It, well, no, I can't say that. Um, the best pop punk artists in the Christian space will be revealed early 2023. Oh, so they're not even revealed yet. They like we don't know who they are. You don't. You know, may know the name, but it's a complete like turn of direction from where they were. Oh. Um, and it's going to be really, right. really awesome. Fans, this is your goal is now to go find. We know this band, but they're changing their direction to pop punk. We got to figure it's out. It's not a band, it's an individual. Okay, it's an individual. And it is not Lacey Sturm. It is um it is not Brian Head Welch, it's not Sonny Sandoval. But it's somebody that you're one of your clients. Uh, I'm not answering that, <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe not. Can we hack into the uh his website we're talking, we're not and like find it in my list? Stuff. Uh, call Capital. They'll t- they'll tell you not no. Okay, not answering it. But it's uh it's a banger. It's 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 painful to not be able to talk about right now. Well, I look forward painful. to that. I um, I have some honorable we, mentions though, including okay. Stephen Stanley, his song with Tommy Prophet. Who and what? Stephen Stanley and Tommy Prophet. I'll carry you. Very cinematic. Great song. Since you two are under a gutter, you know. <laughs> Fine. There's a I reason why that. why we are a Christian metal podcast. <laughs> I got to be the one in in this duo that actually listens to Christian metal. Chris, Chris is our resident Dude. Christian. <laughs> Dude, I'm sitting here looking at the Kingdom Core thing. Is like, does that say nothing more? Why is that? Does it look like it says nothing more, or does it look like they're fine? no? Because there's a big band out right now called Nothing More. No, I know that. He was just Does making it look a like terrible joke. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just it, it's just the uh, Kingdom Core, nothing more. <laughs> oh, it rhymes. You're a poet, and you didn't even know it. 
Yep, signed. That or dyslexic. I got okay. I got one more special stat in honor of our listeners here at the Kingdom Core podcast. It says your podcast, or sorry, you're a top ten podcast for 480 fans, hmm, which is pretty nice. good. That's cool. You're a top five podcast for 309 fans. Whoa. Okay. That's a good percent. And you're a number one podcast for 75 fans. Shoot, what so the heck? 75 people, our podcast Spotify. is the best one on Spotify for them. Like, dang. dang. That's pretty good. I so thank noticed. you all so much for listening for another wonderful year. And Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, if we don't hear from us. But thank you so much for joining. And I think we it's love probably about time to wrap up, eh? Probably been on here for over an hour and a half we're it's getting late so thank you so much trevor tyson what are you ruining my outro i am sorry (laughs) i actually could not hear what you're saying because my uh whatever you call it audio thing let's do it again okay thank you trevor for joining (laughs) us crazies on this podcast it's been absolutely wonderful to meet you officially not in text form and uh i hope you had a wonderful time and hopefully we'll have you back one day dude i had so much fun like we or i've done quite a few interviews in the past like few weeks and this is probably the most fun that i've had in a while like this might even be the most fun podcast i've ever done we gave him a blue check mark to say that (laughs) (laughs) you called my homie elon Banned with in Canada, musk. you commies. Are are y'all communists up there in Canada? Well, I'm not, but I mean, um, I think some people would think. argue the fact that we are. Like, is that why MAGA Core is coming to Canada? <laughs> MAGA Core and opening for them's Trudeau. <laughs> Maddie Core, a Maddie Mullins cover band. Maddie Except they would be on opposite ends of the spectrum here. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Man, we can this just has been great. I've had such a good time. Had such a good time. Thanks. Thanks, it. man. Thank you so much for joining. That is it for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for a wonderful year. I know this is coming out in early 2023. This was meant to come out around Christmas time. Had a very, very busy Christmas season. And uh, yeah, sorry for the delay. We we do have an episode recording uh, mid-January. It should be out pretty close to mid-January. I think you are going to absolutely love it. So stay on the lookout for that. That will be the official start of Season 3 of the Kingdom Core podcast. So stoked for that episode. And I just want to say a special shout out and thank you to Trevor Tyson for coming on the podcast. This was an absolute blast. It was a little bit more savage than usual, so uh, hopefully none of you were offended by anything. It was just a lot of fun and games joking around with him. Also, be sure to check out his company, Transparent Media. Uh, You can look them up online as well as go listen to his podcast, The Trevor Talks Podcast. He has so many amazing guests and uh yeah i've i've listened to a number of his podcasts and they're always always solid always great so go and check that out and uh, just lastly before we get going here i just want to give a special thank you 
to our Patreon supporters who have stuck with us through this major break that we had uh, on the latter half of 2022. Uh, We even got a new core giver, so special shout out to Daniel Harding, and then the rest of our core givers, Steve Mikulowski, Anthony Kuchma, and Frankie Blocker, as well as our true fan supporters, the Dead Pedal Coffee Company. The amount of money that you guys have supported us with, all of you, so far has been absolutely incredible. And thank you to the rest of our Patreon supporters as well who have stuck with us. Uh, it's It's been absolutely amazing. It's been an honor. Uh, it's been a wonderful, crazy year. And I'm looking forward to what 2023 has in store. So with that, stay tuned very shortly. We've got another episode coming up in the near future. You are going to love it. And uh, we'll, we'll just give you a little little bit of a hint. It is a repeat guest. <coughs> um, so I'll leave that up to you to guess who you think it is. And you will find out shortly, I'm sure. All right. That is it. Thank you. We'll see you soon.